team looking into our supply chain. I was in the stores team looking into our stock control devices in the store. Mm-hmm. I worked in infrastructure as well. And I worked in the labs team, the yeah. stores placement. Yeah. So you get all that breadth. You get all that breadth. You're working with loads of different people. You're learning from loads of different people. Yeah. You've got different types of managers. Yeah. You learn, you see what you like in people, what you don't like in people. Yeah, you, you do, have yeah. difficult. Mm-hmm. Th- you have difficult struggles. And so my network grew. And my skill set grew, which means that when it comes to progressing, it's a lot easier. Yeah. And you must be good, Ollie. I don't know about yeah, that. You're fair to mention that. Yeah, thing. yeah. Don't know and he does this as well as being yeah. promoted. Looks after all the grad stuff. So, pat yourself on the back. Yeah. Try my best. Okay. Do you want a fist bump? Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do it because I haven't known you long enough. Otherwise, I give no. you like a tap on the back. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah. it's all right. <laughs> but it's just, you know, from what you've described, it's really interesting to see how the, the recruitment journey has completely transformed as well. So when I first came into role back in 2014, so that was the year, year before. You called me, Linda, and gave me my job. Yeah, so 2014. I can never remember. That's really bad, isn't it? Hundreds. I was going to say, I bet you do a lot of Thousands, actually, now. Um, But so now it's much more, as the business has changed and the roles have changed, it's become a lot more technical focus, hasn't it? Mm -hmm. So what we're asking of candidates Mm -hmm. now is a lot more than we initially asked for before. Mm -hmm. So before it was that real... um, passion for technology mm-hmm. and our leadership skills um, yeah. and that criteria through discovery or then assessment centres but now before they even come to a discovery centre they're actually doing the t- we're looking at the technical ability aren't we mm-hmm. in terms of so the technical team will actually measure what that technical mm-hmm. ability looks like to help set them up for success once they join the business yeah. Yeah. which then in turn you know, if we've got the right individuals through to move through the business mm-hmm. quite quickly, um, we're helping. So, <laughs> so from a from a technical point of view, then mm. our listeners will probably be sat here thinking, right, Tesco mm-hmm. is an online or an actual supermarket. Yeah. Our audience are STEM students at the end of the day, and they're looking for. You know, we had the Royal Navy um, at Grad Cracker the other day, and there was a submariner and um, a guy who works on ships. I said, what, what interest you the Royal Navy then? It was being yeah. part of the armed force. So I was like, no, it was the kit. I wanted to work on a nuclear submarine. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing from your point of view, part of it must have been the kit of, of working for Tesco. You know, from a technology student listening in, what is sexy about Tesco? What's, what's pretty cool about this place is that, let's say I want to go and work in technology, but I want to work in banking. Yeah. Or I want to work in uh, mobile mobile applications, or I want to work in logistics, mm-hmm. or infrastructure, or data, or customer marketing. Mm-hmm. You can do all of those roles in Tesco. Yeah. We have 50, 60 technology yeah. teams. Oh dear. Yeah. So let's say I want to go and, you know, maybe I'm an engineer and I really like mobile apps. Yeah, go and do mobile apps. Mm-hmm. Come in, you'll have a placement, do it for eight months, yeah? Yeah. Maybe it'll be your first placement. Maybe it won't, and you're interested in it. But hey, it can be one of your placements. But then there's not something else. There's something else you can go and do. Mm-hmm. You can go and work in supply chain. Go and work on some more APIs. Go and do some data engineering. Mm-hmm. You can do that. Even yeah. on the Blooming Graduate Scheme, you can do that, right? Yeah. You go and do your next placement in a completely different thing. And so what it allows you to do is 
pick a career path mm-hmm. within a single company. It's not like when you go to a single company who has this is our single focus, like we are, we have a website app, and then you're like, right, I'm, if I work there, I'll probably be working on that mobile app. We've got a mobile app, but we've got a load of other roles you can be doing as well. Yeah. And so, regardless of what area you go into, if you go into products, if you go into programs, cybersecurity or engineering, you can be doing very different roles and you can choose your own completely unique career path mm-hmm. based on your interests. So I did this graduate scheme doing all these different rotations mm-hmm. and I went, I really, I'm really interested in data. Yeah. Data is the thing I'm really interested in, it's a really cool area and I want to make an impact through powerful data analytics. I did economics at university, mm-hmm. so it's quite similar. Yeah. Um, so I've gone into that area, and I'm starting to look at now how we can optimize our supply chain using mm-hmm. machine learning and big data analytics. Yeah. Because that's what really excited me and really interested me. Mm-hmm. But for someone who else might have a completely different interest set, we can still support that career path. Mm-hmm. And even when you're thinking, you might you might come up to graduate scheme, you might do a certain role for two years. Mm-hmm. You learn that, you have interest in that. Maybe you want to grow and do something else, progress your career. Yeah. You mm. can progress your career in the same company. Mm-hmm. I don't have to leave the company yeah. to go and do front-end mobile app development. Yeah. So how, okay, so I'm a graduate then. I'm currently not doing front-end development on the app, yeah. um, but I want to do that. Yeah. How, how do I do that then? Who do I go and speak to? So how it works, when you join the graduate scheme, you'll have your, your first rotation, mm-hmm. and we kind of choose what that rotation will be based on your CV and expertise. Yeah. And maybe a bit about your, what your preferences as well. But then the next rotations, that's where it's up to the productivity of the individual mm-hmm. to go and speak to others and find out about what that role can be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've got loads of teams, as I mentioned, we've got different opportunities. So just by speaking around to other people who already work here, um, you can find out about the different opportunities which interest you. Mm-hmm. And so you have a buddy, for example, on the graduate team who can help you out with this. So. You can go to your buddy and say, hey, look, I'm working in um, the supply chain world at the moment. I want to go and work on mobile app development. Mm-hmm. And then they will be able to help you out by pointing you in the right direction of the right manager or team. And you can find out about the roles and opportunities in that area, which yeah. interests you, and you can go straight into it. So you think that's a USP to Tesco then, that they can, I think there's two that I've gleaned so far today, and I don't know if I'm right or wrong, I don't work for Tesco, but, but one, um, you can work on technologies from conception to maturity, so you don't start halfway through, and I think that's something really exciting for our graduates. Mm-hmm. And the second, you can kind of pick and choose or be, as long as you're motivated, you can go and concentrate in areas that you want to concentrate on. Absolutely. Um, which, and Tesco has that breadth of opportunity as well, that you can experience everything from front-end development all the way through to app development and everything else in between. Everything in between, and yeah. we were, business to business and a business to customer yeah. company in terms of if you can build or work on technology which is customer facing mm-hmm. and you can do things like focus groups and A-B testing with customers to validate your idea mm-hmm. or you can do it internally. We have internal customers who have internal requests. Yeah. We need to build an internal technology application to support our colleagues in our operations. So maybe it's our commercial colleagues who negotiate with suppliers. Mm-hmm. You can build a technology product to support them with price negotiations, for yeah. example. And you can gather requirements internally within your company. Mm-hmm. Or you can go and do something completely different interacting with the customer. Mm-hmm. There's different lenses as well. You can look at it from different countries. Yeah, We're a global company, so you can think about how you can interact with customers in Thailand, for example. Mm-hmm. And you could have an opportunity on the graduate scheme or afterwards to 
go to Thailand, work the Thailand Tesco business team, work with customers there, mm-hmm. and start to build out solutions like that. So it's global as well. The variety is enormous. I don't know half of it. Yeah. Mm. Ollie, I've been hearing really fantastic things about you and how you've progressed um, throughout your career at Tesco and I know I don't need to be embarrassed about that but I from your point of view obviously it's fantastic you know I've been working with you now for a good couple of months and I think you're a lovely guy and from our graduates perspective though it's really important that they can see the progression that they can make within a company so this podcast is a little bit back to front however Ollie go through your job title where you started out on the graduate program and what are you doing now so just so the student can see that journey from you starting to where you are now cool so i'm currently a senior product manager uh, in tesco uh, in our data team looking after our fulfillment data and how we can use big data analytics machine learning to optimize our supply chain mm-hmm. uh, which includes things like forecasting items best for customers but also our transport op- optimal operations are distribution operations and mm-hmm. how we optimize them as well but I started out just over four years ago um, joining our what we call a technology graduate scheme at the time just a simple technology graduate scheme and I started out there with very little experience of working with technology very yeah. little of the technical skills um, you've got a degree in economics that you've just mentioned got a degree yeah. in economics which does help from a statistical point of view but very little around the technology skills but I would also build them as soon as I got involved in the company uh, the first rotation I had as a graduate after doing a placement in store and doing a labs placement mm-hmm. was going into um, a team which looked into the mobile devices in store. So in our three and a half thousand stores in the UK, we have these devices called PDAs, which are like they're like mobile phones or smartphone devices. Okay. And four years ago, when I brought them in, we had some really old devices mm-hmm. running uh, an old Windows system. These were horrible, clunky devices. The touchscreen barely worked. They yep. had the buttons and stuff. Really, really old. And colleagues were really unhappy with these devices. Yeah. And so my job was to look to the external market mm-hmm. and go and look, what are the new devices out there on the market? Mm-hmm. What are Google or Android devices offering? What yeah. are Windows devices offering as well? Mm-hmm. So interacting with external vendors, mm-hmm and talking about, about the products they had which could support us, mm-hmm. kind of getting involved around price negotiations as well, yeah. but trying to build relationships with these vendors and understand what they had, mm-hmm. understanding from colleagues what they were looking for from a new device as well. Mm-hmm. And then during the first six months in this company, I had the opportunity to present to our CTO on the proposal of mm-hmm. which vendor we were going to go with. Wow. Which is a really, really powerful exposure early on into the graduate scheme. Really, really good to have that. So, again, you know, myself and Jessica do a lot of these insights, and sometimes the technical person would just be involved in the technical stuff within the company. But you've just mentioned exposure to presenting, um, price negotiations, speaking to external vendors as well. So it's much more of a rounded role than just doing the techie part of the job. which is not something that a lot of other employers offer, is it? No. Um, so again, that's another fantastic part of, of working at Tesco. You're saying all this, Ollie, you know, you've done a lot of experiences. You must have been, were you a little bit intimidated by some of it? You know, were you a bit anxious going into the presentation, for example, going back to what this podcast is for? What hints and tips would you give for a graduate in that situation? Yeah, it's it's... it's it was difficult. It was difficult for me. I went. I'd gone gone from experience of not really working in a business environment, not yeah. really working in technologies, being thrown into this environment with a lot of exposure, working with external stakeholders, yeah. internal stakeholders, and 
getting used to that. I guess from my perspective, I always worked and I would always make sure that people reflect continuously mm-hmm. on what they're doing. Mm-hmm. We're all individuals, we always have our own strengths and weaknesses and continually asking for feedback, which is a real big part of Tesco. Yeah. And getting feedback from others to what can I do well there, what can I do mm-hmm. not so well, mm-hmm. how can yeah. I improve so I, I can succeed going forward. Mm-hmm. I always said to myself when I started at this company that I wanted to make as many mistakes as I possibly could. Yeah. <laughs> That's been a really good thing. Yeah. 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 Loads of mistakes. Yeah. I want to mess up really badly <laughs> yeah. so that I can learn from that and get better. Yeah. And I kind of I always talk about how I can use my growth mindset to make sure I'm always improving and getting better at these things. Yeah. I always know I can do better than what I've already done. Mm-hmm. So I'm always trying to work hard mm-hmm. towards towards that end goal. So how would you do that then? So from my perspective, one of my jobs is to sell grad cracker. And I go into a meeting environment. I mean, I met with you guys at Tesco a couple of months ago now. And after that meeting, I always come away from the situation. You know, I was there with my, with Jessica. And, and we always debrief in the car on the way home. Like, oh, should we have said that? Should we have said that? Or, oh, that went well. So it's kind of like we debrief together or if we're on our own, we kind of think about what we should and shouldn't have said. So from your point of view, Ollie, how do you do that? Do you write points down? Do you kind of have a little bit of a conversation with yourself? How do you self-improve all the time? Yes, yeah, pretty good question. So sometimes sometimes you don't realise how something's gone until after the event. Yes, yeah, I right? agree. Yeah. yeah you've gone through a situation and then maybe literally quite a while afterwards you go oh maybe I should have done this yeah. differently right and it can, yeah. sometimes it's a whole project so you go through it and go if I'd said this different thing at the start we might be in a different place right now yeah. um, and so what what I do is I, I always try and look back at what I've maybe done recently but looking back further as well and I don't yeah. think I've always appreciated things I have or haven't done until a long time after yeah. the event I, th- I think it is just checking yourself out isn't it it's, it's knowing that you can make those mistakes and learning from them mm-hmm. um, and then just just going from I think there. as well taking feedback for, positively because a lot of yeah. people I know you can do it you kind of don't want the feedback and you're like oh you know being a bit sensitive about it but self-reflection is a good thing and thinking oh I've done, I've done that wrong there yeah. I could do yeah, it better yeah. and also taking feedback from someone else and thinking you know they're not having a personal dig they're not having this mm. you know thinking oh actually yeah now I get that yeah, absolutely. Actioning on it. And sometimes I've had feedback which I've disagreed with, and yeah. I think that's wrong. But the Ooh, actual... how have you handled that situation? The thing is, right, whatever feedback you get, that is the perception people are drawing from you. Yeah. Which means that even if you disagree with it, that's what someone's perceived yeah. Yeah. from yeah. how you've behaved. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter if you disagree with it or not, because people have actually reached that conclusion about yeah. you. So it's <laughs> yeah, about how do you stop people reaching that conclusion about you, even if you disagree with it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting one uh, because you know, perception can be reality quite a bit more than we we should be in this world. So yeah, yeah. Um, you got you got oh, to I think. like that one. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to get carefully about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. That's what we say yeah. enough. And, and look, you've got to get feedback from various people. So yeah, your manager's one step. Yeah. But going and speaking with people you work with a little bit or a lot mm-hmm. and getting feedback from them. I would sometimes send a chat with my family or friends or my yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. For example, and say mm-hmm. I've been I've been told I'd sometimes do this. So <laughs> can we do this at yeah. home as well? And she's like, yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank goodness somebody said it at yeah, work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what's the next step for you then, Ollie? What, you know, what's your plans for the next two years, say? Yeah. So I've been in the uh, data team at Tesco for two years now. Yeah. And so I've built out a lot of depth in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- it's one of the reasons I got promoted to senior product manager was because of the depth of knowledge I showed within this mm-hmm. area. So I have to now question to myself, what, what are the things I do next? 
So I continue to try and grow within yeah. the area of data, mm -hmm. which is an opportunity to me. I'm currently on the individual contributor area where I'm more yeah. of an individual person, less, less of a manager. Mm -hmm. So I move more towards a management role where mm -hmm. I would manage individuals. Yeah. So I have op opportunities there in data, but mm -hmm. I could also think, is there other areas I want to go to? Do I want to pivot a little bit in terms mm -hmm. of where I'm going on my career path? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do I want to go and work in the area of transport technology, for example, which mm -hmm. is different to the data world I'm in right now, yeah. but I still know bits of it mm -hmm. because I have some of the underlying skills to go into that area? Or do I go and do something vastly different? Mm -hmm. Do I go and work on some of our web apps, for example? Do I go and work in security? Do I go yeah. and work in infrastructure? Now, it's great I have all those opportunities in a single company yeah. because it means that I can choose vastly different career paths yeah. in the exact same company moving upstairs or like four rows down <laughs> so yeah. it's pretty nice you can do that because you you, yeah. can, you can maintain the network of people you know the understanding of the company which is always going to be a strength mm -hmm. and move that into another area you go into so i've got options ahead of me i need to work out what the best thing to do for my career is to grow but by having constant conversations with my manager about my growth and development which yeah. he's completely supportive of mm -hmm. i know that i We'll make the right choice. And what's your involvement with graduates then, Ollie? So how do you, um, you know, I know you're involved in the recruitment process. Mm -hmm. How are you involved? Are you involved from a technical point of view? Will graduates meet you? What What's the story there? Yeah, absolutely. So um, what's quite nice is with the flexibility of the role I do, I get to spend some of my time looking into technology recruitment. Mm -hmm. So that includes our graduate and internship teams. And what I'm looking after is helping to define what some of the content of those assessments and interviews look like, mm -hmm. helping at how the experience for the candidate, which is always the primary aim, can yeah. be as good as it possibly can be throughout the whole process. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that we get the best candidates in. I want to make sure that the experience is fair for all candidates. So yeah. regardless of your background or experiences, we'll give you a fair and consistent experience. Mm -hmm. Because what we're trying to do in Tesco is build a really diverse company yeah. which represents the diversity of our customers of course yeah. yeah. right because our customers anyone so yeah. our colleagues can be anyone. anyone absolutely right so trying to work on how we can do that you'll definitely meet me at the discovery center i'm at yeah. all of them helping make sure that everything <laughs> goes swimmingly for you as a candidate ollie uh, is my side i was going to say keeping linda in check yeah. yeah so yeah always involved in the day keeping things going well and then once that offer is is get given to you thinking about some of the interesting things that you might want to know before you join the company, yeah. things about how you can move move into the area and hopefully doing an event on, in our campus to meet the other graduates who are starting with you. Fantastic. So listeners, you might have heard another voice there, so we're also joined by Linda. Um, Linda, you are, are you the recruitment manager here? I am. So yeah. Linda's the recruitment manager here at Tesco, so as part of your recruitment process you will definitely hear the beautiful <laughs> laugh of Linda um, on the other end of the phone or at the assessment centre. Um, so what I would like to go on to now is, um, and both of you speak up, this is to the, to the room really the question, what is your ideal candidate? So who are you looking for to apply to Tesco? We don't have an ideal candidate. Yeah. We do not have an ideal candidate because we want to hire a diverse workforce. Mm -hmm. We encourage all candidates to have a strong passion yeah. for technology first and foremost, who want to work in this area to come and join us at Tesco. Mm -hmm. We don't mind if you're introverted or extroverted or whatever background you come mm -hmm. from. We want you to come and apply for, for Tesco technology. We've got four graduate schemes in the area, and yeah. so what is important to think about is 
and looking at the information against these schemes, is this scheme the right fit for me? Yeah. We want to make sure that you apply for the right one so that you're actually happy and enjoy yourself mm-hmm. while, you, while you're coming into here. We want, we want people who are keen to build out a good career and are really passionate about customers, yeah. really passionate about working with lots of people across diverse, diverse areas so they're ready to grow their career, but really there is no specific type of individual that we're looking for. Okay, is there a little bit of a hint there within that answer that you've just given me then, Ollie? So are you looking for people to be true to themselves? Um, do you thoroughly need to read the job descriptions that you are putting out there to see if they match that job description? Absolutely, absolutely. We want we want um, whoever applies to really be honest to themselves and saying, this is who I am and we want to meet the individual. Yeah. Throughout the assessment process, all we want to do is find out more about you. Mm-hmm. And so we want you to represent the true reflection of yourself, be it in the group discussions or the other interviews that we have. We want to see who you are mm-hmm. so that we can see how you fit into how you fit into our company and we want to think, oh, I really want to work with that person. Yeah. yeah. I know you mentioned that you don't have the ideal candidate, but are there things are there things that you look for? So for example, what importance do you give on a student doing um, or mentioning work experience, being involved in internships and things like that? So do you think it's beneficial that on their application form as part of their C V that they mention they've done work experience? Um, and then follow on from that about their internship. Yeah, absolutely. We want to find out as much as possible about your experiences mm-hmm. beforehand. So yeah, keep fill, fill out your CV of all that information because we'd love to find out more about you prior to seeing you on the day. Yeah. Um, in terms of uh, technology and stuff and knowing about your experience and stuff, we really want to find out more about your passion for technology. What technologies have you worked with or interacted with in the past? Mm-hmm. What technologies do you love using? What are your favourite technology products, for example? What are the things which really excite you? We want to see how you found out even more about those technologies. Yeah. We want to see that real passion which you can bring into the retail space. Mm-hmm. What, what's really nice to see is where they have thought about technology and its impact um, on, on retail, yeah. or maybe specifically Tesco. Mm-hmm. Seeing that connection between technology and Tesco and yeah. how they as an individual can fit into that that's really good to see. So a candidate's really thought about why me at Tesco, why me in Tesco in a product role or a program role. Yeah. Um, and why would you suggest, so you wanted to mention before about the internships, why would you suggest it's important for a student to do an internship at Tesco? I think it's really important for a, for a candidate to do an internship at Tesco because firstly, it allows you as an individual to validate that this is the right career for you. Yeah. I did an internship in accountancy and uh, at a completely different company and I worked out, oh, it's good to know accountancy is not for me. Yeah, exactly. uh, yeah, yeah. I've confirmed that. Yeah. I'm really interested in technology, so I'm a lot more convinced that's the right thing I want yeah. to go into. So it helps you validate that this is the right decision. And you know what? Even if you join as an internship and it's the wrong thing, I'm not, I'm not mad about it, to yeah. be honest. Like, I'm, I'm glad for you as an individual that you've worked out yeah, the right course, career yeah. path for yourself. Yeah. So I want the internship to help validate that this is the right thing for you. Tesco is the right thing for you. Yeah. We want to work together going forward, so let's carry on and join our graduate scheme as well. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Cool.